0: I'm Shelby, and along with my husband Daniel, we are Vibe Creative. We're a husband and wife duo that provides photo and video for weddings and creative brands.
1: We've worked in the wedding industry since 2013, and we absolutely love what we do. But it's not always picture perfect, which is why we're here. Our goal is to start a conversation about all things wedding-related. From do's and don'ts as a wedding vendor, horror stories, hilarious moments, and more with the hopes of critiquing and improving how this industry can better do their job, bringing the focus back to the couple.
0: And that's why we started this podcast, to serve as a resource not just for people who work in the wedding industry, but also for couples who are in the midst of planning their dream day. This is Unveiled with Vibe. All right, episode one. What are we talking about today, babe? What is the first episode of our podcast? Oh,
1: there's so much to talk about. Honestly. But before we get into it, should we do some banter back and forth for 15 minutes (laughs) before we get into our actual point? Because we love when podcasts do that, right?
0: We do, but we don't because we listen to podcasts. There's
1: certain ones that do it very well. Conan O'Brien. Conan, if you haven't listened to Conan's podcast, it's fantastic. His interviews. Okay.
0: Yes, but we're getting into this.
1: I know we are. But Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Listen to Conan.
0: Listen to Conan. Okay.
1: So in this episode, we're going to be talking specifically to wedding vendors. Mm-hmm. Um, and our kind of thesis, I guess, is it's not about your portfolio. Nope. And that's kind of a, a frustration and a saying that we've had internally for a long time. And we'll break down specific stories of what that looks like. But yeah, we've, we've, we've seen more and more that wedding vendors care more about their portfolio Or their business or
0: their Instagram grid, their
1: Instagram or their income than the bride and groom. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Yeah. Which honestly, like, I feel like this episode is the core of our podcast.
1: Yeah. If you only listen to one episode, I think it probably should be this one.
0: Let's hope we do a good job. Right. Yeah. I, I, there's a lot of stories, which I guess we can get into those stories specifically. Mm Why we feel like previously vendors have been so worried about how they look online to book other couples rather than...
1: Doing a good job.
0: <laughs> doing their job correctly yeah. or caring about the couple or vice versa, like just everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we've kind of gone back in our memory and our weddings we've shot in the past and come up with a few like main examples of things that were pretty frustrating. and
0: Probably like also the most iconic... Not about your portfolio stories.
1: Yeah, but also things we've seen a lot. So yeah. it's not just like a one-off. It's kind of an institutional problem. Yeah. Um, So we'll kind of go through those. Some are short, some are longer. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll bring it all around to this, you know, altar call with a learning <laughs> moment, whatever. So, yeah, what's the first story?
0: The first story is the flat-life photographer.
1: Ooh. Which... We've named them.
0: <laughs> Aren't we all a flat-life photographer?
1: what does that even mean <laughs> to those who aren't a wedding photographer please explain what a flat lay is
0: oh me, you want me yeah i'm that? asking you, you the
1: only person thought... in the room <laughs> i thought
0: you were asking the audience no
1: like, they, can't... they can't respond
0: <laughs> anyways anyways a flat lay is basically the detail photos you take so the bride's rings her ring box her vow their vows it could be grooms too L- mm-hmm. any anything that they all their little details that they want shot so it's like the top down photo of all their pretty shiny things on right. the wedding day that's a flat lay yeah so
1: that's a very common thing that we as photographers and videographers take literally every single wedding
0: every wedding i don't i think it's not just common if you're not taking flat lays
1: maybe that's an issue i don't know yes <laughs>
0: if, if you're not taking flat lays you're not a photographer <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> Um, but so anyways, what was
1: what was the issue with this, this flat lay photographer?
0: Issue. So this was pre-photo. This was before we started photography. This is we were only many, shooting video. So we were working ago. with a lot
1: of different photographers. A lot of different
0: photographers. We had a photographer not take photos of a ring box because it was black. Because, in her words to me, it won't fit in my grid. Excuse me. What? <laughs> This bride gave you this ring box. She wanted this ring box photographed and you don't want it because it won't fit in your grid. I'm sorry. Are you supposed to post every photo you've ever taken?
1: Right. Like, no. This is the type of photographer that brings like nine cloth backdrops and like seven different paper backdrops, which there's nothing wrong with that for shooting their flat lays. No.
0: I mean, we have a, we have a, yeah, we bring
1: bring those too, but this photographer like only shot on heather gray stone quartz granite <laughs> backdrop oh for everything whether it's like a fall wedding or a spring wedding or the bride I mean, wanted it know
0: that? is that a fact
1: it's just the vibe that i get from them <laughs> i don't know but anyways the 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 point of the story is someone bought something that they wanted it was a big detail for their day mm-hmm. and the photographer refused to shoot it because it didn't fit in her grid that's a problem right
0: yeah every venue you, you're not going to love every venue you shoot you're not going to love the perfect like every bride's not going to have the perfect color scheme that you love like i don't know it's just yeah again it's not about your portfolio it is
1: not so, so that is the flat lady photographer. photographer we love her
0: <laughs> or him right we don't know who it is very generic anonymous person. <laughs>
1: uh yeah so then the next story i'll i'll take this one yeah. so There was a time where I had a florist. So I'm on my way from the bridal suite headed to the groom suite Mm -hmm. to shoot the groom opening his gift from the bride. And I think at this time we were running a little bit behind. And so I've got to run, walk across the entire venue. And on my way, the florist runs in front of me and basically like grabs me by the arms, pulls me over to the ceremony site and says, hey, can you get a shot of our setup Um, and here's my card and you can email it to me and we would love to use this for our business. Sure. I'll do that. Yeah. I, I've got something going on right now. It's kind of a timeline specific thing, but sure. Yeah. I'll grab this. Like, no, that's (laughs) obviously we're going to shoot the flowers on the wedding day because it's, it's the ceremony arch. We're not going to not shoot that. Right.
0: You're going to get
1: photos. So as a florist, you have to understand the photographer's there for ten hours at most. At, at most, well, yeah. Well, I
0: don't know. People have it depends,
1: hours. but we're there all day. So one, we're going to shoot all of the details, mm-hmm. and two, we've got a lot of stuff to shoot.
0: Not so our flowers. our
1: priority is not your flowers, so that you can advertise them.
0: Our priority is to shoot the flowers for the bridegroom to remember.
1: Right. And, and if we get some could. if we get some that are good for your marketing portfolio, then good for you. <laughs> double win. That's awesome. Yeah. I know some photographers that won't send them to the for, to other vendors for marketing purpose unless they pay for it.
0: True. That's a thing. So, you know, that's also I mean, the story is also similar to when that coordinator pulled me aside when I'm about to go shoot the flat lays for the bride and she was like shoot the cheese board right now yeah, and right? i was like um excuse me i'm literally <laughs> holding my flat lay all the rings everything important and you're gonna pull me aside to shoot your cheese board
1: yeah i mean i was like i love a good cheese board i'm gonna shoot this as long <laughs> as i can eat get this and I'm if i finish. can get some of that brie and some aged cheddar you got a deal <laughs> the bride can wait
0: <laughs> no no but yeah we did shoot the cheese board we, we did. did shoot the details
1: right at the end of the day it's like what's more important is it chewing out the florist on the wedding day and creating all this drama no because what are like what we're preaching here is what's the most important thing bride and groom the couple having a stress-free day with no drama Mm -hmm. so if i can shoot the flowers and then get over to the groom without him noticing that i'm 35 seconds late sure (laughs) but florists you need to understand that you know you're you're not the most important person there, and photographers aren't the most important no, person there.
0: No, it's the bride. It's the bride and it's groom. The groom. It's the couple. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: the next story we have is about a coordinator. <laughs> We're coming after you now. Oh, Get ready.
0: Shoot. Okay, this is probably one of the most frustrating coordinator stories we have. Yeah. There's a lot.
1: There's yeah. There's but a lot. But this
0: one, this one made me specifically mad.
1: I am specifically angry right now. <laughs> she said
0: (laughs) um anyways anyways so it's the end of the wedding day and this bride and groom are prepping for the grand exit like was it sparklers
1: yeah everyone's outside we're basically i was i think i was outside at this point this was
0: just a photo video wedding so it's just Mm -hmm. me and daniel yep you're outside getting every all the drunk people in line (laughs) Hoping we're all not gonna let her hair on fire. Because there was
1: no coordinator out there to do that. <laughs> because Because she was inside doing what?
0: She had stopped the bride and groom from them walking outside to their grand exit to go off on their honeymoon. She stopped them, pulled her phone out with the flash, might I add, <laughs> to record them giving her a review. The worst part about the story is this whole wedding day, the bride and groom are complaining to us about how much they don't like this coordinator and how much they've, she has stressed them out mm-hmm. and how she's told them these things that they shouldn't know and just uh, just so many different things that they did not like about her on this wedding day. And she stops them before their grand exit when they're like at their happiest, like, oh man, we just, our wedding day, it's over, like all these emotions right before you exit your wedding day. And she stops and puts a freaking camera in their face and says, okay, give me a review. Can I just get
1: 30 seconds of your experience with us at blank, blank coordination? Yeah, whatever. And
0: I, I literally sat there and the groom gave me a look and it, it, like he looked at me <laughs> and we both like, I didn't know what to do. I, like right now, over, like thinking about this day, I regret not stopping mm-hmm. the coordinator and being like, oh, sorry, like we're going to go to the grand exit or something just because I knew how badly they did not like this coordinator. Right. But I don't know. It.
1: It's hard. Yeah. As What do you do? Again. As a lowly vendor, what do you do? You create drama, or
0: yeah, do you just? There's let obviously happen. good
1: ways to mitigate this conflict, but
0: but like that that coordinator, all she wanted from them was a good review so she can book other clients. Mm-hmm. Did she care? Yeah, she actually didn't care what they how good she did or not. No, is she going to send a feedback form to them to learn what she did wrong? No, like no. And at this point, they're not going to tell her that she to her face, yeah. They already gave her a, quote, good review.
1: Right. So anything they say afterwards, like, hey, actually, we were really frustrated. She's like, well, I have on camera that you had a great time, so that doesn't uh, yeah, matter. Exa- yeah, you know? like,
0: what is she going to do with that? It'd just be, like, for her to learn for future brides and grooms.
1: Yeah. And, it, it, and I think this coordinator was, like, a day of venue coordinator. So she works for the venue. Yeah. She coordinates five weddings a weekend, you know, whatever. So it's hard because, like... For us, our perspective is we shoot two to three weddings a month, Mm -hmm. and that's a busy month for us. Yeah. So I get, like, if you're working with 20 couples a month, there's no way you're going to get to know them personally, but at the same time, you can't lose sight of how important this day is to them, even though to you, it's not that important of a day. It's just another day on the job.
0: Another paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, also, you have to, I don't know, it takes a certain person... To force people to give you a review to your face. yeah I would that's so never awkward. ask that.
1: I know. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. Anyways, we have a lot of coordinator episodes of coming coordinator. up. <laughs> um yes.
0: the last story is kind of
1: It's kind of, of a two for one. I mean, do you wanna Two for that, one?
0: But it kind of goes along with the first story we had. Yeah. It's another photographer. This couple bought this ring box. Mm-hmm. Why is it with ring boxes? I know. Is this a thing? It's
1: the most polarizing thing, I guess. <laughs>
0: anyways she uh they gave this photographer a ring box she didn't use this ring box for their photos mm-hmm. she used a ring box that she brought the lights yeah. looked fine like they were they were yeah. fine but the it's just like the bride and groom bought this box specifically like with their wedding date on it their initials are on it mm-hmm. and she didn't use it because she brought one that was like a generic velvet one right like just shoot the dang ring box yeah Wow, maybe the episode I, title should be shoot, shoot the Dang. Shoot the
1: ring box. All caps, DANG. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know if I've ever heard you say DANG. You well, say I'm, the other word. I'm trying
0: not to cuss. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Mom and Dad. Shout out, Mom and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah,
1: but I mean, it could be just like, oh, I, I didn't see it there. Sorry. Like, we've done that where we shoot our flat lays. And then we dig like in the bottom of the box and oh we find something. Like
0: there, there's been a time where I've shot the ring box and it had the initial of the bride. on oh, it was it that upside she down. Behind. It was upside down. I it was a W instead of an M.
1: Wumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out SpongeBob.
0: Oh my gosh! So I literally have. So you got to Photoshop... reshoot it. No, I or... actually I didn't reshoot it because I had finished all the fat lays. There you go. I photoshopped the I W. Know. The M to a W.
1: All our couples with the last name M are like, let me go see if no, that was it No, it was W.
0: Oh, okay. I would tell her. Anyways.
1: Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing, it this kind of ties in, but we don't want to leave ourselves
0: like We're as... faultless.
1: No, we we've made mistakes. So we wanted to share a story that we had. And this comes from like a feedback form that we send to our couples. We try to send to every couple... We forget. We should probably automate it, which is another episode. <laughs> um, but we try to get feedback from our couples. And one of the questions is, is there anything we could have done better or different? Mm-hmm. And that's some of the best feedback we get. A lot of times it's like, no, you were great, whatever. And honestly, that's not super helpful.
0: <laughs> I'd rather know what we, do we
1: Sometimes we get like very long paragraphs and it's helpful to know. And some of it we have excuses for. We could disagree or agree or whatever, but that's not the point. It's the point that our, our couples they had a wish routine. we did something better. Yeah. And we had a bride that said, and I'll just read it. Um, I didn't like how my dress was shot. My cousin had laid it out really nicely in the closet. So I wish you would have just captured it there instead of moving it outside.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's the feedback we got. Our perspective is, you know, we walk in to where the bride's getting ready and we see the dress laid out.
0: It's in a closet. It
1: was in a closet and it was, it was laid out nicely. It was, you know, the veil, the shoes, it was all there. Personally, I didn't think that they expected us to shoot it there. So I was like, oh, cool. There's the dress. I'm going to take it, go outside. That's kind like, of.
0: Everyone put, lays the dress out at the beginning of the wedding day mm-hmm. because wrinkles, you don't want a right. veil to wrinkle. Like that's what you're supposed to do. If you yeah. Know that
1: and typically, I mean, not, maybe not typically, but it's common to shoot the wedding dress hanging outside against the door or you know, in a tree or whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, in the nature of the venue.
1: Right, yeah, to where it makes sense. So that's what we did. And, you know, the photos turned out great, I I think. Yeah, whatever. Um it, you know. it
0: just wasn't what the bride had envisioned because they yeah. had specifically, like, they took the time to lay this out. And yeah. us, because we had our vision of, oh, we got to hang the dress outside, we didn't capture what... That however many bridesmaids worked hard to put together. Right. Which now, if a bride or bridesmaids or whoever says, oh, can you shoot like the bridesmaid dress is hanging up in front of this window where it's terribly backlit and mm. it takes a long time to edit this photo because of just how the lighting is, we're just going to shoot it because they asked us. It may not be perfect to us. It may not fit our grid, mm-hmm. but this is it's what they wanted. Right. That's what we're hired there to do.
1: Yeah. And... You can shoot it because, yeah, realistically, like, the dress did not look good in that closet because it was a closet. It it's it was dark, dark. It was crammed. You have
0: bathroom and, lighting over it. You yeah. had a hotel room. like.
1: But we'll shoot it in the closet, and if we think it could look better out in front of the building or in a tree, then also do that. Mm-hmm. But that way you give them both, and if anything, you know, the vision in their head of the dress being in the closet... When they see the photo, they're like, oh, that actually didn't look that as good as I thought. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad they shot it outside as well.
0: Yeah, wow, look how good that photographer is. They have a really good creative <laughs> eye. Really glad I hired them. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what you're paying us
1: for. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't expect you to know that a dress is not going to shoot well in a closet.
0: Because you're not a photographer. Right. Yeah.
1: But the way we went about it, by just making that executive decision ourselves that left a bad taste in our bride's mouth. Mm-hmm. Overall, I think The rest of the feedback we got from them is they had a great experience, Yeah. but that's stuff that you learn from. And I think kind of to bring this episode back around, you know, our our initial thing, our initial frustration is it's not about your portfolio. Mm -hmm. So whether it doesn't fit your grid, whether you think, you know, this decoration or this ring box looks good or not, or if you're really wanting this review for your website, that's not why you're there you're not getting paid for that you're what? not
0: getting paid to find more work from this wedding like you're getting paid to document to coordinate to create the flowers to be the Dj to w- whatever job you you have like you're hired for that job for that day for that couple-hmm
1: nothing else should matter outside of
0: that nothing else should matter if you get bookings from it cool if you get referrals great but like that's not
1: well honestly i feel like if you have that mindset you will get more bookings you will get more referrals
0: because you're caring about the couple
1: right and people guests will see that Mm -hmm. if any guest that was sober enough saw the (laughs) coordinator sticking the camera in the couple's face right before they're going out they're like it's just it's not a good look
0: mm-hmm. for you as
1: a business.
0: Or even like the couple, they're probably their friends are probably gonna ask, Oh, did you like your venue? Did you like your coordinator? They're gonna be like, Nope, because mm-hmm. she did this crazy he, she, whatever, I don't know how specific we can be, did this crazy thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> one like of about... the craziest
0: thing that's ever happened at a wedding, but yeah, I don't know, there's... it makes me mad.
1: Yeah, it's it's frustrating. Um Yeah. That felt good. <laughs>
0: It felt good to get it out
1: and that's just scratching the surface um hopefully there's enough constructive feedback there because again we said this in our trailer but the last thing we want to do is to come on here and just critique and you know just be really brutal and then say okay bye or not think that we have any flaws or we've done anything to distract from the wedding day whatever Mm -hmm. um I think we're going to say this probably every episode. Our primary motivation for this podcast is to encourage wedding vendors to rethink everything that they're doing Mm -hmm. with their clients. Is this about me or is this about my couple and serving them best? Yeah. And even if you're not in the wedding industry, that's a good mindset to have if you're a business owner or you work in a service-based industry. True. Or if you're a nice person. (laughs) Am I being selfish or am I thinking about other people?
0: This podcast is for everyone. Right.
1: So, yeah, I think that's probably a good place to leave it at. Yeah. Again, there's so many more stories we could get into, but I think we'll we'll save them.
0: We got a lot ahead of us. Yeah.
1: So please stick around. Um, What did the blog post say? Rate and share our podcast. Ew. What? (laughs) That's (laughs) what they say.
0: (laughs) I feel like a 12-year-old.
1: That's uh, like and and subscribe subscribe and hit the notification bell. Nope. No, we're not doing that. But share it with your friends and rate it on your podcast platform of choice.
0: Ew, okay. Just, if you like this, like it. If you don't, you can leave. Don't tell us. Don't tell. Or tell us. Or tell us. Don't tell your friends. Bye. We're done.